Hey there. Welcome to Through Triple A Eyes. I'm your host, Triple A, and this is the world as I see it. my goodness, I am so blessed to be back with you all. It has been ages. Good Lord. It's been already three months since I spoke to you guys last. And what a busy three months it has been. My goodness. You know, during the break, I've been feeling like, oh my God, I need to record. I need to talk about this. I need to talk about that. There was way too much going on. So to give you a little background as to what I was up to during the break, Um, I was launching a restaurant. Uh, For those of you who don't know, I'm actually a property manager for my mom here in Ghana. And I was also opening up a restaurant for her. And, you know, it's just this cute little bistro, but let's just say I have a couple of new gray hairs that I have to attribute to this restaurant. And... God bless every person who owns and operates a restaurant out in the world. You all do not know the trouble I have seen. (laughs) But, you know, it's been a really interesting process. And um, I'm still learning, you know, talk about trial by fire, but I am learning. So all of December was really kind of me struggling to get used to a new schedule because I added on a few more hours to my day. And, you know, I used to always think I had a full day already, but y'all, I feel like my day went from 24 hours to 48 hours within 24 hours. And, you know, a lot more things to address, a lot more people to chase, and a lot more marketing to do. So just a lot happening in my world. And But I have to say, even though it was crazy, I was really blessed to have my mom and my best friend out here. And, um, you know, you forget how much love you miss out when the people closest to you aren't around you. So I was really blessed to be able to spend that time with them um, and to have their support as well as I was freaking out. Like, y'all, I had lost weight. Well, don't worry, I put it back on now. But I had lost weight and it was cute. I was able to fit into my short shorts that I haven't fit into in a while and, you know, all of this stuff. So that was nice. But now, how are y'all doing? I mean, good Lord, there has been a lot going on in the world. I mean, okay, in American politics, we we all sat through the, um, I don't know what to call it. Shall I call it the faux impeachment? I don't know. I don't know what to call it, but... We all knew that wasn't going to go through, but it was a good try. I applaud the Democrats for trying. Um, So we've been going through that. I've been following the Premier League and yeah, thanks to the restaurant, I've been watching football again and it's been fun. It's interesting, you know. Um, Normally, I'm notorious for just watching the World Cup every four years. Like when the World Cup is on, I am like the diehard fan of every team. Like I want them all to do well. I I laugh, I cry with them, I, you know, I cheer them on and then I get depressed 
for like a couple of weeks after the World Cup is over because now I got to wait for four more years for that rush. But this year we're supposed to have the Tokyo Olympics. So yay, I'm looking forward to that. But now we got this crazy crisis going on and y'all know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the Rona. Now for those who don't know what the Rona is, the Rona is like that bastard redheaded stepchild that moves into your world and just shuts everything down. That's what I'm, I'm liking the Rona to be. But in all seriousness though, this is, you know, I mean, this virus kind of came out of nowhere and it is hitting the world hard. It was scary just watching what it was doing to China and the economy, but now it's trickling down across the world. And here in Ghana in particular, we have already seen prices going up and prices in Ghana are always going up to be fair, but of course salaries don't improve here. But you see the price cost of goods going up because we import so much over here, you can already see the direct impact because we weren't getting things from China already because China was on vacation when the Rona hit them hard. So now we've got goods that are no longer in the market. And then of course, there's the whole frenzy for sanitizer and gloves and face masks. And Ghana officially didn't have any cases until this past week. And at last count, I think we're up to three known cases. And I say known because, you know, over here, we don't tend to go straight to the doctor when we're not feeling well. You know, we tend to go to an herbalist or go back home to the village or, you know, something else. So the known cases are three. And it's just starting, you know, businesses are already slowing down and things are getting quiet. Even at the restaurant, I have noticed that it has been quiet this past week. We've done more takeaways than people coming in. So this is real, y'all. And I know in the States and in the UK, I mean, you can't find any toilet paper, let alone groceries in certain parts. Now, I just want to talk about toilet paper for a second. Now, yes, one of the possible side effects of the Rona is diarrhea, but it's a pretty rare side effect from what the docs are saying. So what is the fascination? And as someone who grew up in the Middle East, I know you can wash your ass with water and soap. So when are all you people going to get with that program? There's nothing wrong with washing your ass with water and soap. Leave the toilet paper alone. And if you must buy some toilet paper, be sensible. You don't need to take it all. It's not like you can take toilet paper with you everywhere. Like I don't know what the fascination with the toilet paper is, but I've been enjoying watching the different spoofs online about the toilet paper. And <laughs> I, I, I mean, it, it's cute. And I think some of, you know, our, I don't know what to call them, content producers, I guess on the internet have been so quick to get on this and I've been enjoying it. I just saw one where a guy is paying for his coffee with toilet paper and then so he hands over three sheets and I'm talking about those itty bitty sheets you know the perforated sheets of toilet paper and then the guy the barista is like mm, it is not enough so then the guy has to add an extra sheet and tuck it into the barista's um, shirt and then the barista's like thank you. So I don't know where that was shot. It kind of looked like Dubai, but I'm not sure. But I was just like, mm-hmm, this is where we've gone to. We're going to be bartering next. 
but are we prepared? I mean, I know we've seen this scenario in so many movies, in The Walking Dead, in the, you know, are we prepared? I know I sure as hell am not. I've got one pack of toilet paper to my name. As long as there's running water, I'm going to be I. <laughs> but I think the interesting thing about what the coronavirus has taught us is that across the world, we are dealing with major issues in regards to sanitation. Now, when we start talking about, you know, you need to disinfect everything you touch and, you know, your surroundings and everything, it's fine to do it in your own home. It's your own, it's your own bacteria. It's your own controls, you know, uh, what do you call surroundings? But when I think about here in Ghana, like how are we supposed to do that? We still have open sewage, you know, our gutters are open. So which leads us to have a breeding ground for malaria and other diseases. So I'm just wondering how does that translate into this society here? And not to forget a lot of the food that people eat here is bought in open market. So yes, okay, so now I've already started to see a lot of the vendors are wearing gloves, that is fantastic. But how often do they change those gloves? Now, didn't they just take the money with that glove and then touch your fruit and your veggies or, you know, like that glove goes on once and then stays on for most of the day. I actually went to pay my taxes the other day and the lady at the counter who had, she had just walked away from her desk and took off her gloves, now proceeded to come back and put on the same gloves while touching the outside of the gloves. And you know, you know when you're watching something that's a bit absurd and you just wanna hold your breath and just not say anything, but you know, sometimes I have diarrhea of the mouth and I just couldn't hold it in. And I told her, miss, you need to go wash your hands, get a new pair of gloves and start again. And then she said, well, this is what I got. And I was just like, here comes Dorona for me because she has touched up all over my paperwork and now I got to go hand it over to the other counter. And it just, you know, I think the level of diligence we need in sanitation hasn't quite trickled down here. And it started to make me think about, okay, you know, growing up, I remember in, in primary school, like I think around first grade, second grade, they used to teach us, you know, what do you call the virtue of being clean, wash your hands, you know, cough in your hands, you know, don't sneeze. If, you know, if you need to poo, how to go poo politely and da, 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 da. And, you know, yes, it was all cute and everything, but I think we need to bring all of that back because obviously there, we are missing big, big gaps. And here in Ghana, we love to shake hands, you know? We, we, we do the shake with the click of the fingers and all that stuff. And it's been interesting to watch. A lot of people have stopped doing that. So now you get the sort of the fist bump, which is still touching skin, you know, but it's that fist bump. And then as soon as that fist bump is done, then somebody brings out the sanitizer and then it's like, da, 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 all's cool in the world. But meanwhile, the person is still in spitting distance of your face. Yeah, it's, I mean, as much as we try, like, I literally have to say, I am praying that those three cases don't replicate into something more because I don't know if we're prepared 
and all I can pray for is that our immune systems over here are strong enough. And I'd like to think that they're a little bit stronger because we are exposed to so much, you know, bacteria on a daily basis being in the tropics. And so I do hope that it stops. Now, another interesting thing that has been going on is the different countries are all starting to close their borders and to control travelers. Now, a lot of people have a lot of mixed feelings about this because, yes, in modern days, this is the first time we are all starting to feel a little bit stuck. And when you are an avid traveler like I am, you know, it's it's like somebody boxing you in in a way. So it's a little bit scary. But at the same time, I have to say, I kind of agree. You know, I'm of the perspective that every country needs to stop accepting new people in, even their own, for two weeks. Everybody should stay where they are in the world, just so that the country that they're in can actually have the time to deal with what they have on the ground. Now, it, that might not be a very popular perspective, but I think two weeks would allow everybody time to deal with what they have, you know? And the only way I can describe this is, it's like, there's a game I was playing on um, on my tablet. And I, I deleted this game because it stressed me the hell out. But <laughs> but it was basically, you, you, you're you running like a cafe or something, and people keep coming to the counter with their orders. So each person comes and the moment you take their order, they, you know, they sort of have like a timer and in that timer, they're getting pissed off because you're taking too long to prepare their order. So the first couple are fine, you get through it. Then the next one comes faster and it gets faster and their orders, you know, and then you're just like, what the hell, I can't deal. And I, I, I feel like that's where, you know, a lot of countries, especially in Europe right now with the spread that's happening, they're dealing with and I think they need a moment to stop and deal with who they already have and get those folks better so it might seem a bit harsh and especially if you're not home and you want to be home with your family but perhaps we need to think a little beyond ourselves right now and uh, stay put but I also think any government who is shutting down their borders and and everything or not taking in new people should also help take care of the ones who are stranded there till this two-week period passes. So y'all, hmm, on that note, I'd like to close out and say, stay safe, be aware, sanitize, and just take care of each other, you know, from a distance. And please do wash your hands as much as possible, as often as possible. And I pray that we all get through this and we can go on with life as we had hoped for. I mean, I think everyone started 2020 with a little bit more hope. I'm not sure why, but let's just hope 2020 does bring a little bit more joy than what it has started out with. So stay safe, y'all. I'll talk to you next week. Thanks for joining me this week on Through AAA Eyes. Make sure to visit my website at throughtripleaeyes.com or follow me on Instagram and Facebook at throughtripleaeyes. Through AAA Eyes was produced by AMBC. AMBC are specialists in beat and sound production. 
videography, photography, podcast and radio production, graphic design, and also animation. You can reach AMBC on email at africanmbc at gmail.com. You can also follow the AMBC on social media at AMBC Service on Instagram.